where does the inspiration for a really funny cold open come from? Yeah. Yeah, that's my question. I don't know. Like, uh, when are you just like, oh my God, brilliant. Oh my God, this is, I just have to open the show on this. I don't ah, know. Write that down. I'm pretty sure Jason used to get them from like Final Jeopardy questions. <laughs> <laughs> he would just like jumble the words around. And you'd be like, God damn it, that's completely. He's like, I'll take the rapist. <laughs> 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 I'd like to buy a vowel. All of them, please. On <laughs> Jeopardy? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's like, just... he's like... <laughs> don't, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> <laughs> Spin the wheel, where's that fucker? <laughs> Wait, no, what did they say? Big money, no whammies, is that what they said? I, dude, you're I talking even... to somebody who never watches yeah. Jeopardy. That's, that's, that's not Jeopardy, but... that's the whole joke, because... Fucking buying a vowel is not Jeopardy. <laughs> I know buying a vowel isn't Jeopardy. What is I that, though? It's a fucking Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> there we go. My mom was on that show, and I have no idea about that. Uh, no, Big really? big yeah. Money Creepy. No Whammies was Price is Right with Bob Barker. Nah, he got beat up by Sandler. Oh, she wasn't on the wheel. She was on Price is Right. Never mind. She wasn't on Wheel of Fortune. God, you're I always forget. I forget, I forget that those are two different shows. Have you ever seen that Price is Right video with the guy who's, like, half Rain Man, and he, he like... Had memorized from previous episodes all the prices of actual objects and like gets every single object to the penny. Holy f! It's, no, I haven't. And he's Jeez. he he acts like uh, Alan does. Is that Galifianakis' oh, character yeah, yeah. in the Hangover? Yeah, Hangover. It's so weird. <laughs> huh. He's such a weirdo. That's the only cool. episode of Price is Right I've seen is the one where Bob Barker looks like somebody who's going to murder me and suck my soul out. Uh, so like, all, all of them? them. All of them. Yeah. yeah. There it is. There's no, the joke. I, he inhabits my nightmares. <laughs> there it is. There's the. <laughs> there it is. All done. <laughs> we found it, guys. I'll wrap it up here. Now we can move on. <laughs> Box that up. Speaking of sucking out your soul, uh, oh wait, that's not even how yeah. I open the show. <laughs> Transition is that? You... <laughs> there's a problem. There's the. There's the. There's the. Um, the meta problem with trying to figure out the perfect cold open is then you just has to fuck up in. all the cold opens. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. Uh, but you know where I am when I fuck up all the cold opens? The Savage Land! The Savage Land! And that really weird, messed up quality was uh, David Bowie's fame, written with John Lennon. Uh, rest in peace to the the Bowmeister, as everyone called him. Yeah, the Goblin King. Yeah, the uh, the 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 David, as uh, a lot of people also called him. The Ziggy Stardust. The uh, the uh, the hair, as he was affectionately known. Can I don't make up. I don't know any more nicknames. I'm pretty sure None you them. made that one up. I made all of them up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but whatever, that's cool. Yeah, I, was, dude. I was just going to ask the question, did he have a brother named Daniel? Daniel Bowie? Because of the knives? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Josh's like, oh, this guy's this guy's last name is Bowie. You guys heard of this guy? He's, a, he's the knife guy. He's close friends with that, uh, that American crocodile hunter guy. <laughs> that's not a knife. <laughs> That's okay. Not American. <laughs> you kidding me? His name was Dundee. Yeah, but his actor was American. No, it wasn't. I don't know. 
I was Australian. <laughs> so Whatever. I can't handle this. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Now we have. Let's to look it up. Out. Is Crocodile Dundee American? <laughs> yeah, here. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You. What the fuck's wrong? Yeah, Google. <laughs> Google's probably raising an eyebrow right now. Yeah, I'm gonna ask it. Is uh, and this Google's just be like, you jackass. Yeah, Google's just gonna be like, fuck off. <laughs> this is not what I want to. He's do not about. American, dude. He's Paul Hogan. <laughs> that sounds super American, though. Does he have a brother named Hulk? Oh my God. <laughs> Everybody's just related in some weird-ass way. To... Six degrees of Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> How's it going, Here guys? you go. Interestingly enough, Paul Hogan does <clears throat> not have a Wikipedia page. What? Are you fucking kidding oh, me? there it is. Never mind. Okay, I was going to say, there's no way Crocodile Dundee doesn't have a Wikipedia yes, page. Yes, he's very Australian. <laughs> How Australian there is he? There goes my hope. He was born in New South Wales, which is a totally Australian. That is thing. very Australian. Sure. That's more Australian than Old South Wales. Like, let's sure. call it Wales. Ah, it's too far south for that. Mm, let's call it South Wales. Yeah, it's but too new still, for that. it's too new for that. <laughs> new South Wales. New South Got Wales. it. Perfect. I'm a New South Welshman. Oh, that's hard to say what you are. Dude, he was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Are you kidding me? He wrote a screenplay or that or He what? could not have been Did he write Crocodile Dundee? It couldn't it no. There I it doesn't say what it is, but I cannot imagine Paul Hogan. <laughs> hey, got, you we, never know though. Carrie Fisher is actually one of the most um underappreciated writers in Hollywood. Does this mean we have to start making Paul Hogan jokes on comments? <laughs> Looks David like it. Needs to give is up Keith his, David old hat? Yeah. Does he need to give up his purple shirts? <laughs> no, we got to keep. But it Keith doesn't David tell going. you what it's for. That's weird. <laughs> Just Google that. What is what is Paul Hogan uh, Oscar nominated for? He like wrote a script for a porn or something. <laughs> I don't know if they nominate those at the Oscars. Welcome to the Paul Hogan podcast, where we talk about <laughs> Paul Hogan the whole. This time. This is Paul Hogan minute. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's going to be that we much cover content. every we cover every minute of Paul Hogan's screen time. <laughs> now in this one, you could see him reaching towards his belt, but because it's an eighties movie, it's going to take extra long. He was obviously yeah, drunk. Yeah, he won. Uh, he was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay for Crocodile Dundee. Mother f, he wrote wow. that movie. <laughs> no wonder he has a smile on the cover. <laughs> he okay nominated alongside Oliver Stone for Platoon. <laughs> 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 this is a really tough one, guys. And the winner was Woody Allen for Hannah and her sister. 1986 must have been a shitty year for movies. Seriously, what the f- platoon didn't win that? Uh-uh. What? Meh. That's a for best screenplay. No, uh, but I guess best screenplay doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a good movie. No, well, because a lot of these I'm looking at are like probably not the greatest movies. Yeah, but I mean, it was the 80s. <laughs> Rain Man, Dead Poets Society, Ghost, Thelma and Louise, The Crying Game, The Oh, piano. Thelma and Louise was pretty good. Wait, well, Rain Man? These are all winners. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, this year sounds stacked. <laughs> no. Uh, and Ew. out of order. Pulp Fiction, Usual Suspects, Fargo, Goodwill Hunting, Shakespeare. Yeah, these are all good movies. American yeah. Beauty, Almost Famous, Gosford oh, Park, Talk Talk to Her. I don't know about that one. Lost in Translation, Eternal Sunshine, Crash. Mm. I watched Eternal Sunshine for the first time uh, last week. That's a great movie. I love that movie. So, Eternal Sound... Josh looks very confused. Oh, Bird- Birdman won it last year. Oh, that was fantastic. Who's going to win it this year? Uh, probably The Revenant, even though it doesn't deserve it. Um, we'll get to that, though. No, because that was 2016. Did it come out in 2015? 
Like what? Like December, yeah, at the very end. 27th, December 27th. It came out at the time that you release your movie so that the critics go, oh man, that movie was so good. Yeah. That movie is, isn't that like picking up steam to win a bunch of shit? Yes. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, I did. Is it good? Catch I, up. I really want to see it. We need to do catch up. I, so, you, Matt. You, yeah. No, no, no. Stop no. shaking the bottle yet, <laughs> damn kidding. it. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm no, just. No, I want to, no, I'm saying my name because we're, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. Let's, so, we'll, <laughs> let's introduce ourselves first. I'm Jason. You need to do yours again now that it's time. Well, now I'm Paul Hogan. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm still Josh. I'm Paul Hogan. Here's my Australian yeah. accent. Rachel's not That's here. not a knife. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a knife. Sounds, <laughs> sounds pretty American. This is Ed Wynn's Australian. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, sorry. Yeah, Revenant. I would like to... Uh... Yeah, go first of all, so I don't forget, what was I about to talk about? Oh, Eternal Sunshine. Okay, I'll get to that later. Um, So, The Revenant. Yeah, we'll just start off with this. Um, There we go. If you... Okay. Wait, but I haven't seen it at all. Yeah. And I really want to see it. But I really want to say spoilers, so go ahead. If I won't... Yeah, well, I don't, I'm not too worried about spoilers for this movie, but I just don't want you to talk about a bunch of crap about it and then well, taint my experience. Well, first, it says it's based off of the true, true story. It's, no, it's, 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 yeah, it's based on true events. So, so, it's, so it's, like, it's not the guy who got mauled by a bear and let maggots like eat the dead skin off of him? And no. He, like, made it back alive? Oh, that shit's badass. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look that guy up. I can't remember his that's name. That's some fucking hardcore shit. Yeah, he just like tipped over a log on himself. And he was just like, oh, fucking winner. I don't care. Maggots eat this shit. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know what it was based on or what, what all that was. Um, that's actually a survival... Sorry to keep interrupting you, no, but that's fine. actually a survival technique. To let the maggots eat the, eat the wound out? To, to, to let the maggots eat the, like, the, gangr- the gangrenous skin off mm-hmm. so it, it can keep it from getting worse. That's like pretty fucking severe. Yeah. Like, that's 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 hardcore. So, I do think, and and in general, like I am in the minority here. Most people really like the Revenant. Um, so my criticisms are probably very, you know, they're not going to be echoed too much. Um, I just don't know enough about it. Jason's like, it sucked. <sighs> sucked. The sucked, trailer had sucked. no line, no description. I was like, I guess we're killing Indians again. Well, All right. So so it's not as much about that actually. It's it's. I, I don't even know. What's it's a survival story. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what Josh is doing over there. <laughs> the trailers, I mean, the trailers tell you all you really need to know is that this dude gets fucked up and this is a survival story. Yeah, and, it's like him trying story. to survive out in the in the wild, wild west. Yeah, well, yeah. In East, the, but... Will Smith wild, wild. Midwest. Yeah, in the Will Smith wild, wild west, there's spaceships and giant, stuff. Giant robots. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, it's... Leo does a great job. Uh, do, you t- think, do you think it's... Do you think that praise for him finally getting an Oscar is worthy of this movie? No. I, I don't know. I think Leo's done a better job in other movies. I mean, for the fact that, like... Yeah, but he's done Oscar-worthy performances in other movies and hasn't gotten it yet. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, is I think he has other performances that are better than this one. <laughs> Although, he did a great job. So, would you would you say, though, that he's probably going to be um, oh, yeah. among the nominated? Absolutely. Who do you think would win for this year? I, I think he honestly will probably win it, although I think that he's had better performances. Well, but I know, but who like oh, other films this year, who who else would you think would be in the running? I mean, Matt Damon for The for, Martian. Mm, I don't know if he'd get Best Actor for that. He was really good. He may but. get a nod. Um, you know, and then you've got, um, I'm trying to remember which movies. Oh, Oscar Isaac from Ex Machina. 
Um, Dude, I have a huge. I mean, is that movie gonna make it? Because it's such an indie movie, and they never fucking give like love to indie movies. Well, not only that, but it's it was released in February. You know, it's been so long since release. Um, it actually it won, I think, three or four awards at the Golden Globes. Oh, great! Last night. Oh, so then it, it yeah. still has a chance. <clears throat> yeah, a bit of because that was an incredible movie. I freaking love that movie. Okay. Um. Yeah, there's still a chance. I mean, that's the thing is this year, as far as actor performances, Leo, I think, went so above and beyond that that he'll probably take it. Um, and especially because that movie was hell to film. I mean, and I feel bad for Tom Hardy. So Tom Hardy went through hell on Mad Max. Like, that movie was draining as hell for him, and he absolutely hated almost every day of filming Mad Max. Then he gets, like, a few weeks of break when he films um, Legend and... Uh, one other movie, I forgot what it was, but he basically had like two months, mm-hmm. and then he started on The Revenant, which is, again, hell, just the opposite kind of hell. Because they're, they're literally out there in the woods doing that. Yeah, they were. They were in water, like trudging through water. That sounds in, fun to me. It, I mean, I'm sure it's fun for a while, <laughs> but when you when you have to reshoot these scenes over you and did a over polar and over. Plunge this year. Yeah, I, that That's, sounds like... That is your kind of fun. I think that would be fun, yeah. I don't know. Everyone on the crew hated it. Like everybody. So there are a bunch of LA, LA losers who are like, oh, nature. Well, the actor, sure, but even like the the people who are typically working in that stuff. But I, well, maybe. I mean, I could imagine. I could, well, no, because I, you watch the, you watch the interviews with the guys who did the documentary filmmaking who are, are out there, mm-hmm. you know, in crazy extreme climates for mm-hmm. months on end. Like, like the 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 what the biggest one I can think of was the guy who was hired by um, Planet Earth to film the mm. Birds of Paradise, and yeah. he sat in a bird. What do they call it? Hide, mm-hmm. a, a hide, for six months, every single day by himself, twenty hours a day. I would I would in the fucking like <clears throat> hot, humid jungle, like probably getting having bugs crawl all over him. I would end it. Just waiting to film, you know what, twenty thirty minutes of the right because the birds he can't he can't leave the hide or the birds won't show up to do their dances, and if he's not in the right spot, or if they're behind a log, like too bad. Ugh. And uh, it's pretty funny because there's an interview with him where he he did go slightly crazy. Yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> I would but go he was, beyond but he crazy. Also, I'd but, go dead. But the Wilson. only reason the only reason I say that is because he also was like, I would never take that experience <clears throat> back. Yeah, it's such a, a validating experience to get to do. Get to I'm sure, these. but that's a different type of person than someone who's filming a Hollywood film. Yeah, and and I mean, so Alejandro Iñárritu was super passionate about it, and I mean, he obviously films really weird ones like Birdman, and and he's not a very conventional filmmaker. Um, but I mean, so Tom Hardy and Leo both seriously brought it. You know, Tom Hardy did a fantastic job portraying you know a, an old American. Um, and even Donald Gleason was really good. There were with Donald Gleason. Sometimes I watch him and I go, "Are you a bad actor?" But then there are certain points in almost every movie he's in where you go, "Okay, he's really good." Um, I, I had moments like that in Star Wars where I was like, "Ah, oh, you're overact. No, you're pretty good." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never, I can never figure out if he's good or not. I, what I do know is that he's got a fantastic agent. Yeah. If you look at this dude's rotten, like his Rotten Tomatoes history, every movie he's in has been golden. Hmm. Like. All of them are like above eighty percent, almost. He's got like two of them that aren't that aren't in the positive, um, and one of them was still a successful movie, and I'm for, I'm blanking on which one it is. But I mean, this year he was in Ex Machina, uh, Brooklyn, Star Wars, and The Revenant. All four of those movies are going to win something. 
at the Oscars. Like, he's in four Oscar winning and guaranteed that all of those will at least get one Oscar. Oh, he was in a, one year. He was a Harry Potter kid. Yeah, he was in Harry. Well, he was in like you know one of the last Harry Potters, so he wasn't technically a Harry Potter kid. But he's Brendan Gleeson's uh, son. You know, in Bruges. Mm-mm. You never saw in Bruges? I, I yes, <clears throat> but forever ago. The co-star, the Irish one, that's shorter and oh, that's and right, redhead. Yeah. yeah, he's his son. Um, wow, you're not kidding. He actually does have a pretty crazy uh, right. True Grit, man, that was a good movie. Yeah, so so. I think honestly, the, the stars of Ex Machina, Donald Gleason, Oscar Isaac, and Alicia Vikander, all three of them have, if they have the same agent, that person has got to be the highest paid agent in Hollywood because those they are in ridiculously good movies. Like uh, Alicia Vikander was in The Danish Girl, Ex Machina, uh, Man from Uncle, and then one other one this year that that were all again like contenders, you know, really well made films. And then Oscar Isaac, obviously, you have you know a most violent year. You have um, Star Wars, you know, Ex Machina, like, just freaking whoever whoever their agent is, or if they all have separate agents, those three agents are are damn good. Um, but anyway, The Revenant. Yeah, let's get back to the topic at hand. Visually, that movie was stunning. There, I've I have not seen a more beautiful movie for quite a while. I mean, maybe you could say that Fury Road competed with it in terms of just visual greatness. Um, you know, and, and I mean, there, yeah, there have been a few movies that have, that have looked really good, but it, I think it was the best looking movie of the year. Um, Tom Hardy, you know, continues to be fantastic in his ability to, to do crazy faces and accents and, and different voices and stuff still never sounds like Tom Hardy at all. And you still have no idea what Tom Hardy actually sounds like. Um, I think it's probably <clears throat> game to him now. It, it kind of is. Every single movie he's in, it's like he has a different voice. Yeah, he you just know? like finds the weirdest movie. He just like yeah. tells his agents, "I want to do a weird voice and a weird face." Yeah, find it. But yeah, it's it's basically so most most of the dialogue in the movie is either Tom Hardy going, "He was buried right. We did what we had to do," or Leo going, "You killed my son." <laughs> ah, Josh, what? It's your your, your, your moment. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> I was like, I caught on right away, and then Josh, just the confusion on his face for a minute. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Um, dance recital time? Let's give this up already. But yeah, no, it's your so... T- your time is come. Dance recital! <laughs> I'm going to visually represent all this auditory stuff. Basically, so basically, if you're going to see The Revenant, don't go to see it tired. Or like, really late at night. Because it's, I mean, it's two and a half hours, and there's a whole lot of waiting in this movie. <laughs> Uh, that's not a redeeming quality. Yeah, it, it's Aww. it's very slow moving. However, okay, the opening shot in this movie though, like the big the big opening sequence, there's just one sequence that's all one shot for about three or four minutes of just this crazy sort of battle scene, um, and it is it is one of the the most well done. Is that the scene from the trailer? Scenes. Uh, yeah, it's when he's running through yelling at people to get to the boat, and there's yeah. all these explosions happening. Yeah. So that scene, it's it's seriously like four minutes, just one shot going through this whole battle. People are, you know, running around and coordinate. Like it was, it had to have been so tightly choreographed to get everything right. I don't don't know if like that's a new thing to have like the longer camera shots. It's always been, it's always been a thing. I I freaking loved it in the movies I'm seeing it in. Oh yeah. Like in Creed, that that fight sequence in Creed. Holy crap. Amazing. The one that got me was Children of Men. Mm. I think that was the first movie I saw where I was like, that one was really. It doesn't click that it's one shot until mm-hmm. the suspense is built so high. You're just like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" Well, and especially in Children of Men because they do it a lot in that movie. You know, there's three main 
single shot sequences, and each one's longer than the one than previous. Yeah, like the one in the car. <laughs> that was the second the one. Driving. Yeah, that, that one, one was pretty intense. Holy but the crap. last one's like fifteen minutes long. Oh yeah, it is, huh? It's super long and Holy it's crap. crazy intense. Who directed that movie again? Was it Aronofsky? Uh, the guy who did Gravity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuaron. Okay. Yeah, Alfonso Cuaron. Um, but yeah, no. Anyway, I mean. I for you honestly, Matt. I think you would really enjoy this movie. Oh, I want to see it. I love like I love gritty sort of like this new mm. retro, this new western sort of survival westerns we're seeing. Yeah, because I like westerns already. Yeah, and I'm loving this sort of revival of these like grittier westerns. I mean, and it, it's so great. I mean, the 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 biggest thing with this movie is is it Alf, um, Alejandro Inarritu is nothing if not a very visual storyteller. And he absolutely, you know, with with his style of directing, he conveys every emotion and everything you want to feel throughout the movie very well without, like, honestly, the movie could have almost no words and you would still understand the whole thing. I like that. Um, and the majority of the second act is is fairly free of dialogue. Nice. Um, and so it's it's really interesting, but it is it is long. And it is that, I, don't mind, I don't mind long movies. Yeah. No, I it's, and oftentimes I prefer longer movies because I think... I mean, one of the benefits of a television program is that you can have long-form storytelling. Mm-hmm. And if For I look sure. at a movie and it's like an hour and fifteen minutes long, I'm going to think to myself like, mm, "That's going to be a stinker." Yeah, you need a little. You need longer than that for development. And I agree. Pacing. Yeah, but no, it, it is a very interesting movie. There's a lot of tension, and the actors do bring it. It's got that one kid in it from Maze Runner that has like the weird, like super arched eyebrows, where he's always like this, and I hate his face really bad. But he actually does a really good job. Huh. Is that resting bitch face kid. It's it's like that kid, he just has like this really weird, like his eyebrows are super low at the end of them and then super high at like the arch of them. And it just pisses me off every time I see his face. I'm just like, dude, lower your eyebrows. Stop that. Stop that thing you're doing. It's annoying. <laughs> I love how you do all the motions for it, even though. Even though we're on audio. I know. Yeah. Once we once we start doing our video podcast, people are going to. They're gonna, just going to be like, they pantomime. Oh, my God. They're going to roll over in their chairs. They do talk with hands. Um, I'm just not going to move at all the entire time. <laughs> Sit completely still. Have just eventually get a mannequin of Matt. <laughs> a mannequin. Card- yeah, a mannequin. A mannequin. <laughs> car- cardboard cutout. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you waving. Um, no, it would have to be him like doing the Matt Lauer pose, like all cross-legged <laughs> and everything. The, the Matt Hockett Lauer pose. Um, have you guys seen Hateful Eight yet? No. no. I almost did. Then I had plans. Oh. Yeah, so well, you didn't? I don't want to talk about that one because that's like it's very high on my priority list. Yes, it should be. Um, yeah, no, we want to, so we'll the, the thing later. is, is that we want, we're going to go see the breweries and we're going to drink a whole bunch of beer and watch it. Definitely. Let me know when you're going. Cause I'm down to see it again. Yeah, I really want to see it. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, oh, back to the very first point, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind for Josh and the rest of the people like Josh who don't know much about it. Oh, you've never seen it. I don't know much about anything Matt. so, the, so I can jump in real quick. Go. Here, Cause the first time I saw it was when it was in theaters mm-hmm. and that movie fucked my head up hard yeah because at the time i was like in relationships and dating and like you know trying to figure out what love meant and all that kind of stuff and that movie hit me hard yeah and uh just uh, such a great film yeah it's it's a science fiction movie that that you know like basically it uses it uses a science fiction premise to explore emotions relationships and and what what yeah what love actually means um, so it's like inside out, but for like adults. Kinda, no, because it doesn't yeah. deal with feeling, generic feelings. No, no. It's, it's specifically about 
the complicated the complicated world that is human relationships. Yeah. So here's here's the establishing premise, and I like the way that they they show it in the film as far as how they switch things around. But um, the establishing premise is you get in a relationship with a person, you know, like everything's going well, and then you have some sort of horrible breakup. In this world, there is a company who can provide a service where they will make you forget everything about that person. Yeah, they can selectively extract individuals from your memory. Yeah. And those and the experiences you had with those individuals. And it the movie super familiar. Like that's been done before. Like oh I guess it would probably just be uh what's that one movie with uh Colin Farrell? Co- uh, Colin Farrell. Total Recall? Yeah. Where mm. like he goes to the memory den and Oh like... god damn it, Jason. That movie with Colin you mean the movie with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. <laughs> was, the Colin Farrell one was a remake. <laughs> I know it was. I know it was. I just prefer <laughs> not to give too much credit to one person. <laughs> The, the the general premise there are there are some ties you could make to Total Recall yes yeah it sounds familiar that's but it's kind of like memory fuck I mean, it's really good it's it's Jim Carrey Kate Winslet uh, you don't like Jim Carrey I just don't like him in serious roles really like, oh I, but he's I, so I, good oh. in this movie uh, did you ever see The Majestic I saw Twenty Three uh, did you see uh, what's the other one where he thinks he's on a TV show where he doesn't know he's oh, on a TV show. Um, oh, F F F F F I know exactly. F F F F F F F F F F that one. Look it up on Rotten. F F F F F F F F F F F F F F F F Why am I not thinking it's oh the Truman Show. Truman Show, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, the Truman Show and The Majestic are two of two awesome movies. Um I like him in serious roles. I think he does a great job. I liked him in that dumb one about the numbers too. Twenty three? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only. Ja- that's the that's the one that Josh has seen. So and I was all like, "Really? Credit cards? I don't want to sit here for no, 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 an hour and a half listening to Jim Carrey." John uh, Cena showed up for a second. Uh, no, he was he was exceptional in Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind. That was a that's just a really great, really cool, surreal movie. Yeah, no, I I I agree. Um, but yeah, anyway, I. Uh, Sorry, hold on. Keep keep talking. I gotta yeah, God damn it, do something really quick. I'm yeah, sorry. Phone. The, the it's, it's a work thing. Ah. Works like John Cena. Guess what, guys? There's this guy. Uh, no, so I would put Eternal Sunshine in the Spotless Mind uh, up in the same kind of like movies. The other one I can think of is Vanilla Sky. I also haven't heard of that one. Uh, Vanilla Sky was a remake of a movie, a Spanish movie. Uh, starring Penelope Cruz and Tom, Penelope Cruz and Tom Cruise. Hmm. I, st- I thought I was saying it wrong for a sec, but no, I actually <laughs> had it right. That's pretty awesome. Um, and that's another movie that sort of deals with the same sort of like what relationships are, but super sci like in a sci fi background and very surreal. Hmm. And uh, have you seen Vanilla Sky? I haven't seen Vanilla Sky. No. I definitely recommend either one. The the, the Spanish one's better. The American remake was so no, it's uh, is it Penelope Cruz? I think it's Penelope Cruz. Anyway, she I plays the so. same character in both films. That's interesting. Yeah, that's not a common thing that happens. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Kevin Smith connective tissue type thing where there's like one or two yeah. characters that carry over. Well, that's just they they want to do an American remake, and she was also an American <laughs> actress, so they just had to do it. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of uh, like a Broadchurch with David Tennant. That was a that was a really that was a really fun. That was a really cool, same sort of same sort of like same sort of feeling you get after that. Really? Yeah, I would highly recommend Vanilla Sky. That was a cool movie. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so this. I mean, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. You have Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, uh, Mark Ruffalo, in one of his like earlier, you know, roles. Um. And then uh, Elijah Wood. Huh. 
Um, it's a strange mashup. It really is. Like I when when Elijah Wood because I I didn't do any researching on the movie. I just heard people praise it, and so I just watched it. And when Elijah Wood shows up, I'm like, what the? Is Elijah Wood? Don't you have a mortar to be getting yeah. into? Because like he just shows up, like out of nowhere. Elijah Wood is just there, and you're like, <laughs> he's just. Because <laughs> it's literally the the scene is Jim Carrey sitting in his car, and all of a sudden Elijah Wood is there at his window. Like that sounds like that uh, that TV show Win- uh, Winfred Wilfred Wilfred. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that show. It's like that. <laughs> so good. Psyche fuck going on here. That's the weirdest. This is one of the weirdest TV shows that's ever been greenlit. I love that show. I do too. Have you seen the Australian, the original one? Uh, The original, yes. Same same guy plays the dog. There's another weird uh, Vanilla Sky thing. So, yeah. No, it was an Australian show that the same guy who played the dog was the guy who wrote the show, Uh pitched it to America, and then they, they cast him as the dog again because he does such a great job as a, like a, as a dog. <laughs> you That's play cool. a really good man dog. He does, though. It's crazy. <laughs> did, he, did he play uh, Barf in Spaceballs? No, he did not. That was John Candy. Darn it. Come on, Josh. <laughs> I was hoping for like a, like a ridiculous... Come on, Josh. <laughs> he's, he's John Candy, right? <laughs> what? He's John Candy. We'll yeah, just say sure. he is. Yeah, except for John Candy's super dead, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> He's not as dead as you think. <laughs> it's like a weekend at Bernie's type situation. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't understand you guys. Like it's like nineteen eighties references go right out the window except for a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that one sticks around. <laughs> I don't know how it happens, dude. I made a Ferris Bueller reference. That's not even eighties, is it? Yes it is. Is it really eighties? Take that. God damn it. Oh. I thought that was a 90s movie. That's totally an 80s movie. Oh. Take that. <laughs> I have one, you have one. The score's even. <laughs> Make a move. But no, yeah, Eternal Sunshine uh, fucked with my head a little bit. It's a, it's a, it's a head fuck. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. It's a skull fuck. Um, Jeez. <laughs> have you watched uh, like the ultimate skull fuck, Requiem for a Dream? Uh, no, that's another one that's sitting on my list. Jared Eesh, Leto, right? That's a hard movie to watch, man. Because it's about like drug abuse and mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. Jared Leto, man, he's uh oh, it's an incredible movie. It's a, it is rough, really. Ugh, yeah. I haven't seen many of his movies, like Fight Club, American Psycho, which both of them he has just kind of like backseat roles. But I haven't seen like Mr. Nobody or Requiem for for a Dream or um, ah shit, I forgot what the other one is. Oh, I saw Lord of War that had him. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd say definitely go. I mean, just in terms of like very creative filmmaking, Requiem for a Dream was like. It's definitely up there. It's also like, it's up there on my list of like Dancer in the Dark, where it's like, yeah, you're gonna have a rough time after watching that. Really, like, you're gonna need to watch like some like Ren and Stimpy or something after that just to like reset your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see Dancer in the Dark? Um, that's the movie with Bjork where she's blind. No, no. I didn't see Ugh. that. No, <sighs> you need to make a list, Matt. Yeah, that's one of the most. Make... That's one of the most depressing movies you'll ever watch in your entire life. Really? Yes. Yeah, just like a file system, depressing, mindfuck, super depressing. <laughs> uh, and then uh, like yeah. a Venn diagram, like they cross over a little bit. There's some, yeah, there's definitely. Some, I could do a Venn diagram of yeah. That'd be a long, time-consuming process. That'd be a very time-consuming process. Uh, anyway, no, that's on the. That's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah. I so what you. Give give me your ketchup. I've been talking this whole time <laughs> yeah, about stuff have. I've been doing. No, I think it's good. Let's we're talking yeah. about talking about movies is always yeah, yeah. fun. I love talking about movies. That's my obviously it's the thing I like. Yep, me too. <laughs> That's what this whole podcast network started as. That's oh, true. Yeah. Well, I so I watched the visit M Night Shyamalan's new film. Oh, the visit. 
that's what the it's a it's a uh, it's not a found footage, but it's the same style because it's like literally the kids the the girl she's like a she's like a film she's like a wannabe filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So is it going to be like a paranormal activity? We no. randomly get like nine hundred cameras. No, 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 no. She just has one camera, and then she ends up like getting another camera and giving it to her brother. And so they go anyway. They go to like meet their grandparents that they've never met before, and then it turns out that there's there's some very disturbed people, and uh, there's a Shyamalan twist at the end. Is there a Shyamalan twist? It sure is. How is, twisty? Is it worth a spoiler? No, I'll let, I'll let. It's too new. People. Is it is it very twisty though? I wasn't expecting it, but it wasn't like, oh, shit. It was more like, oh, okay, that's what happened. Ah, fair enough. Well played, director. That makes sense. No, uh, the only twist to his that was like, the only twist to his that that I was like, holy shit, was The Village. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was the one where I was like, oh, fuck me, that's cool. I watched that one when I was young. And you don't remember it? Yeah, I'm finally on this side of the fence. If you don't it remember, if you don't remember here. it, it's so people hate on it because mm-hmm. it's a Shyamalan joint, and people hate on Shyamalan joints. Yeah, but there's yeah. like no reason to. The Village was like one of his better ones. I thought The Village was a great movie. I loved it. I really thought that was. a... I love how the movie looks. The like the the color the color palette they use for yeah. the entire thing looks really. I love the contrast they were able to like give like all the important characters with the, and the, the and color the, cues and whatnot. And the, and the lack of red throughout the entire film, mm-hmm. except for certain points, except for those. So those good. Key yeah. story elements. I mean, there's literally no red in the movie except for. Yeah. This one thing. Kind of like sin city. Sure. I'm just kidding. Sort of. I'm kidding. But I, uh, there's another movie that I love the color palette of. Like no, I, I like movies so that really that they that they really spend time thinking about what the how the color of the film should affect your experience of the film. Yeah, I love it when video or well, not videos, but like movies. That that's the new word for them. <laughs> when when movies like choose Films, to like Josh those moving pictures, <laughs> but when they when they choose to like go black and white or you know they have cool visual effects that are just more. Right when there when it's in, right when there's an intentional when when the when the visual aspect is is just as important to the storytelling as the yeah. story itself. Yeah, and I like that too because that's actually something that's happening in the video game world right now. And the one example I have of that is Borderlands. Originally, they wanted to make it super realistic and creepy and crazy, mm-hmm. but then like one of their art director guys is like, "No, nah, dude, we should base it off of this like comic we did during our character concepting." And then they base the whole world off of this zany, wacky, crazy cartoon style. Yeah, with the shell sa- shading and everything. No, that's one of the that's I one of the things that. I love about Borderlands. Yeah. I think it look. I think it's one of the coolest looking games. Absolutely, I love, I love yeah. games that make their own art style. And that's also like with uh, with A Scanner Darkly, which is one of my favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, there's another. It's got well, a very similar s- style to Borderlands. So that guy who directed that did uh, Waking Life. Have you ever watched Waking Life? Mm-mm. Man, I, I do need to make a list. Yeah, you do. you do need to make a list. Yeah, Waking Life was one a film. So it's the same technique where they film live actors and they do cell animation on top of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not computer. That's cell animation. Oh, well. that's sit there and like, which is super impressive that they go frame by frame to animate those. That's insane. Yeah, that would take way too long. For that's like twenty four frames a second. For I know. Most it's, movies. It's mind boggling that they do Ugh. that. I mean, I'm sure they use computers to help, but it's mm. j- it's basically cell animation. Point being. Waking Life is a film about a guy 
who it's like this weird dream world and he goes and just has interactions with other people. Mm -hmm. That's the entire movie. It's just him having conversations with people. That's cool. But they're the most mind fuckery, intense, (laughs) crazy conversations. Yeah. Where you just start thinking about. Because we, we, I remember we went into it when it was at the tower theater. That's like our local, like indie theater down in Salt Lake and the tower. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a watchtower. I was thinking about the, the Broadway. No tower, tower theater. I've never the been tower. there actually. Ninth and ninth. Huh. Oh, yeah, tower is like the one of the oldest really? theaters in Salt Lake. Yeah. I always go to the Broadway for uh, indie for, movies. Yeah. So the tower is a little bit more low key. And anyway, mm. I have another. That reminds more me of another tower story yeah. I've got. Okay. I can tell in a sec. But yeah. we all went to see it because we thought it was just like a crazy wacky cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went very altered, <laughs> and like it's not a wacky cartoon. It's very, very. Uh, uh, I don't know what the right word is. It's super heady, mm. and it it requires like a lot of thinking and thought. And it talks about like the definition of what reality is and how people interact with and manipulate their own realities with how they with their relations with other people. So it's very much an indie movie. <laughs> it's super heady. Yeah. But anyway, that's the same director. He used that same style. That's cool to do a scanner darkly. Yeah. Which I also thought was an incredible film. Yeah, that movie does not get talked about near no, enough. I think that movie was amazing. Here's the cast of this movie. So first of all, it's got the Borderlands aesthetic in like a regular world, you know, like suburban, whatever, um, or mostly regular world looking place. Um, but here's the cast. Robert Downey Jr., Keanu Reeves, Woody Harrelson. Uh, let's see, who else? Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, there's one more person. There's one more guy. Was it Colin? It wasn't Colin Farrell, was it? No, no it wasn't. It was, uh, hold on, I'll look it up. It was another guy, but fantastic cast but it's, it's those four are like the main crew yeah and it's like it's, oh, it's, it's a mind so fuck good. movie it really is there's you don't you don't escape you don't get out of that movie without going what the hell you know just like <laughs> in like being up in your head for a while about everything i haven't watched it in like three or four years and i should watch it again uh which is also to tie it into earlier podcasts of mm-hmm. philip k dick oh yeah, adaptation. yeah, yeah, yeah. i found that out from matt just the other night um what was so after you find out who else was in the um who else was in the uh yeah 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 blah, blah, Scanner blah, 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 Darkly? Yep. Once you find that out, then you can tell us your other tower story. Uh you know, there's no one else that's really major in it. Oh, well. Uh Alex Jones, who's like a big um sort of propaganda radio talk show host, was in the film. Oh. Yeah, uh no, guy. there's no different, yeah. Uh, there's no. That's the. That's the. That's the, that's the main four. There's Did no you guys one. ever see? This is a random. Like you said, radio, and it reminded me. Did you guys ever see uh, Pirate Radio or The Boat That Rocked? Depending on which release you count. No, no. I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. So good. Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, Reese right, yeah. Iphens or whatever. Um, I'm on the. I'm on the boat of like not loving Philip Seymour Hoffman. Really? And I'm like one of the few. I like him in that film. I think he's in good movies, but it's I just never boat. thought he was my. Right. I never never picked him out as an actor. I was like this guy. I still haven't watched because I, I like him. Like in Mission Impossible Three, I loved him as the villain. Um, oh, I think he was a great villain. And uh, and then I I still need to see The Master. I heard that was probably one of his best movies. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway. So you've got your your uh, tower story. Oh, it was Rory Cochran. Rory Cochran, who played in Our Scanner Darkly, who played like the real crazy like oh. covered in bugs dude. Yeah, holy yeah. crap! That guy was awesome. Uh, no, so my other tower story was. So this goes. This is this is this dates me a little bit, but ninety seven, ninety six, ninety. Oh man, you must be at least sixty years old. Huh? At least, yeah, it's crazy. No, anyway, around there, 
Um, in the local, in our local newspaper in Salt Lake, it's called, uh, it was Slug Mag. Yep. Uh, there was an article that got put out that was lit- like an article that, you know, for all intents and purposes, we read and we're like, okay, this is a true article. And it was talking about this film that had come out of these guys who go camping in Maine and have this supernatural shit happen to them uh-huh. from the perspective that it's a true story. And like hyping up this, like this is the craziest film you'll ever see. Uh-huh. It's totally real, uh, and you're you're not going to believe what these people caught on film. <laughs> and so we all went to see this independent film that that like nobody really knew about mm-hmm. that we just had read some article about that we all thought we 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 walked into this movie thinking it was real, mm-hmm. and it was the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> because their their initial promotional thing was to promoted as true as yeah being a real story because it was like and it only showed in a couple of theaters it was not a big film yeah no nobody knew about it there was maybe 12 people in the theater 18 mm. people and it scared the fucking shit out of us because we <laughs> I th- we thought it was real yeah and i thought it was real for at least a couple months and then it got picked up big and then they, they had a major release on all the major theaters and then it was shown that it wasn't real mm. but it was one of the few experiences i had where i was like that's the, uh, like this is l- literally life changing because that's the craziest shit I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. <laughs> I had a I had a real experience like that one time, but that's uh that's another story for another day. Um, but I what was I I had something before you got me thinking about life altering things. Um, did you guys ever see that thing with that guy? God damn it, Jason! <laughs> I'm kidding. This so this <laughs> this reminds me though this reminds that's me that's crappy filler Jason <laughs> that really this really reminds me of that one time um, where we started recording a show but I wasn't actually recording it do you remember that Josh yeah right. yeah let's, yeah let's travel back to that moment in time really quick and just like oh it just didn't work on the Titans it was always just like no you know now we're just stuck here so. There's no premise. I just made a discovery. We were all muted this whole time. Not muted, but not feeding into the <laughs> into the. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> we get like thirty minutes in, didn't we? Um, thirty minutes total recording time. <sighs> Fucking Jay. Jay. Should we restart the show? Jay, you ruined the show, Jay. <laughs> well, we have to restart. <laughs> Yes, that is the correct answer. <laughs> oh my god. You know what else fails at producing the, their yeah, the, own this is Rachel from the Savage podcast. Land. We're in search of a new producer from the <laughs> Savage Land. Here's a PSA from Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Jason trying to cue uh, up some music. Kids I'm- don't buy drugs. <laughs> become a pop star and they give them to you for free and then you can twerk all you want <laughs> okay uh welcome to the savage land where we remember to record things on time and it's all great in the savage land Welcome back to the Savage Land. To recap what happened while we weren't talking, uh, I guess we came up with a Matt Stripper name, and that's our new hashtag. Um, 
trying to figure out the best stripper name for Matt. So uh, hashtag what Matt stripper name? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Just give us all the crazy Matt stripper names you can imagine. Yeah. So so send us your Facebook messages, Twitter messages, Instagram messages, all that stuff with wish, uh, wish your Matt best stripper name be for Matt. Because then um, he could, like, give us a bio of, like, about him. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I, I would love that. I don't feel comfortable, like, divulging more about his character <laughs> so people could, like, get a more accurate read on, like, what his stripper life would be like. Yeah. Isn't it, so isn't it really funny, guys, that, like, I talked about how I fucked up on another episode. And then you fucked up And I up literally did the same thing. I did, did the same exact thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so speaking of derailing, um, <laughs> we've got three... <laughs> We got three people here today. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. I I guess I'm Rachel. Again. I don't know anymore. <laughs> and who are you? I choose Josh. <laughs> he chooses Josh. And who I, I are you? <laughs> and I I might as well not introduce myself. No, not you're, today. You don't you're get to. He who must not be named <laughs> from that one Starbucks place. <laughs> so Josh. Oh yeah, and we're recording live from the Watchtower Cafe. Damn, I hate rehashing things. Um, yeah, because now it just sounds stupid. It yeah. does. It does. It really yeah, does. She's gone, and we had a great, we had a great little flow going. Yeah, we there. had yeah. like an actual good discussion. Yeah, going. yeah. We're like, yeah, it was vehement. It was potent. Yeah, we no for about the listeners, stuff I like. Yeah, yeah. geez. For, for listeners, we were like ten minutes in, and <laughs> I realized that it wasn't feeding to the computer. <laughs> so I guess to catch uh, up on our catch up to recap. Yeah. Up. So go ahead, Josh. You you have some uh, uh, some recatch up to do. I watched some anime again. <laughs> Again this week, uh, got through Gargantia, the uh, the, the Netflix original. Yeah, the Netflix sponsored original thing. Giant robots, right? And it was a giant robot fighting one where you know it's like the super like pseudo sci fi kind of like out there anime. Mm-hmm. Are the robots explained? Yes. Okay. And it's actually like a major plot point of the thing. It's like it answers a lot of like the human questions, and it, it's sort of like just. I think it's like kind of cool how they like flush out human nature into like two different extremes, and that's like the big thing of the show is that what it's building up to is the big argument there. Interesting, super cool. Mm. Talks about space travel. I like learning about space travel. Yeah. Um. Now then, you. Whoa. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Ooh. Jeez. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. All right, put, ben put the gun down. Calm down. Put the gun down. Cherry race. <laughs> Did you just make a Ben Hur reference? Yeah, because someone died in that scene. <laughs> that is one of the oldest references that anyone could ever make. By like the youngest person here. Whoa! No, that's him. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's me. Is it? Yeah, he's <laughs> older than me by like two months. Oh, oh two months. Yeah. Hey, hey, I could take this the opposite direction, but I take the high ground on this, and we'll continue on my topic. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Go. We all know I'm old. It's okay. Uh, what? <laughs> Hey, you're, not as, you're not as old cats as Matt. Cat's out of the apartment. <laughs> you're not as old as Matt. The cat's out of the apartment. Because she probably doesn't have bags in there. Um, uh, there's another, like, a lot of, like, Facebook-sponsored events going on right now where it's a lot of, like, the, like, anime and a lot of other, like, cool genres being explained. Not just Marvel stuff is happening. Like, Jessica Jones and Daredevil. A lot of other genres are getting explored by Netflix. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, like, Hulu and the other, like, big developers will catch on to that and we'll see a lot more like really not edgy but new stuff come out not yeah just more of the same so and then leading into what we were talking about before te- technical difficulties arised yeah 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 <clears throat> rachel if you want to go ahead and cut me off now that's okay we were talking about attack on titan josh doesn't like attack on titan rachel does yes let's hear more Ba-da-da. so yeah let's let's tell tell why why is it that you like attack on titan rachel yeah um I thought it was 
an interesting story, even though they don't explain things, and I know that, Josh. Working on it. Getting there. <laughs> Which is one thing that bothers me about it, is right. that it's not explained right. yeah. why the Titans are there yeah. at all. But as you get watching it, you kind of don't care anymore, and then it... It does suck you in. It does suck I'll, you, I'll in you to the story. I think it's, it's a cool a universe story. once you get over the old one. Yes. Once you just ignore that none of that was established, it's a very good story. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that part. Yeah, right. <laughs> you and the rest of the listening audience well, can so, actually hear oh. now. Oh. I, my Grr. bad. I'm Are sorry. they? Grr. I don't trust they you can anymore. hear. I can, I can see it. I was wondering, <laughs> as I was watching us record, I was like, why isn't that showing up on the computer? And then I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> Doesn't look like there's heartbeats or anything. Yeah. Talk. Yeah, no, it was bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up on two counts because uh, they also close really soon here at the Watchtower. <laughs> so we're, it's probably going to be a short episode today and maybe we'll have to postpone the 12 Monkeys part again. But we'll, keep, we'll just <laughs> oh keep the catch up. Oh, my God. It's the movie that'll never happen. Um, it, it is. <laughs> and you know whose fault that is? The Army of the Twelve Monkeys. It's the Army of the Twelve Monkeys. It's their plot. Yep. Um, do you have anything else in your ketchup packet, Josh? No, that's pretty much it. That's all I got done. And okay. Then, you know, of course, Fallout. Of, of course. Still. You got to keep Which doing your Fallout. They have, they have announced their DLC plan. Oh, really? That it's all going to be done through the season pass. It's going to be released one at a time. It's going to be an overarching story is what they hinted at. Okay. So it's not just going to be like, cool, have this adventure, have this adventure, have this adventure. Mm-hmm. And they're hinting that it's more about your character's past. Oh. Like why they told you that he was in the army and yada, 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 yada. Yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of cool stuff that might happen with Fallout, and I'm really excited for Dang it, we even, I just realized when he said, you know, like the things like why this happened or whatever, it even made me realize we didn't even get the whole why my dad left and all that stuff. That was funny stuff. Dang oh, it. damn it. That was funny. Yeah. This podcast should just be about how funny it was before we yeah. were this recording. This should just be a recap. <laughs> It'll be like the Tenacious D song that's a tribute. I love that song. <laughs> this is not a podcast. It's a tribute. <laughs> yeah. This will just be a tribute to, to the, the pod- great podcasting we did before we were podcasting. Yeah. If only Matt was yeah. here, he could pull out his guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. He could. We could make a song. Um, anyway, so, in the last week, I uh, I went to Denver. Had a nice little vacation out to Denver because um, my brother gave uh, myself and my dad tickets to the Broncos game. Um, Are you ready for some football? Yeah, we were ready for some football. We uh, we were ready for some 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 big old football. The Broncos and the Chargers and the season-ending game and the division rivalry. Just tensions were high. And it was really cold. I've seriously, I've never been that cold. Is, is there going to be a test on this? Because I didn't understand any of that vocabulary. No, you're fine. I, I kind of right. blanked out. <laughs> I'm a nerd, not no jack. Come on, get out of here. But it was really fun. And, uh, Did the sports win? The sports won. Cool. There was a lot of sports that was happened. Was there a goal? Uh, there, were, there were a few. Um, run, okay. run, tackle, ball. Yeah. yeah. As long as there was a down touch. Yeah, no, there was definitely, yeah, there was a, there was a goal unit Good. scored. Um, cool. But no, it was seriously so effing cold, like... Because that, that stadium is... is it's a mile know, high. It's a mile... Well, this, yeah, the ground level of that stadium is a mile high. Oh, and then, then you have the, the other, nosebleeds? you know... Yeah, we were, we were up in the top bowl. Was it, was it open? Was it... Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, shit, it's an open son. arena. And so I was literally wearing... What, what was the temperature? I don't, I don't even know what it was, but here's, here's an idea. Yeah, here's an idea. <laughs> I, I had... Here's all the items of clothing I was wearing. Um, Ooh, baby. One pair of underwear. What are you wearing right now? Two pairs of sweatpants and a pair of jeans over those. Two over pairs, the sweatpants. Over the sweatpants. Over the, over the two pairs of sweatpants. Um, two pairs of wool socks. Um, high top shoes. A shirt. A hoodie. 
a uh, or like a, a shirt, and then yeah, my X Men hoodie, and then that jacket, my a thick wool winter jacket, and Check then it. another jacket over that jacket, like a snowboarding type jacket over that, with a like Arab style bandana thing over my face, a and, and a, yeah, a chevron, um, <laughs> and then a <laughs> beanie, <laughs> and a beanie, and a hood, and I was still cold. Were the snipers paying attention to you though? Mm, yes, all of them. Okay, okay. Was the cold worth? The sports. Uh, I think the cold was worth the sports. Yeah, okay. I stayed. I stayed. <laughs> I stayed till the end of the sports. So that, that disinterested, like totally wrong. Was, was the sports worth it, Jay? The sport. The 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 sports were worth the cold. Um, I just like doing that to be an asshole. No, I know it's fine. I like it when you're. An I asshole. did. It, I did it to my brother-in-law on Thanksgiving. He was watching football, and I asked him if the sports won. Uh huh. And he turns to my sister Pause and says, "Did you just hear what she said to me?" <laughs> and it was amazing. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Then before before that, I had a couple of little adventures. Um, first of all, and you guys saw the the adventure via pictures of this. Sure, I'll post them on the Facebook. Um, did I? I went to a car museum. Oh, and God. In this car museum. Oh, right, right, right. They have the creepiest wax figures what in the, the history hell? of the world. What in the hell, man? It's so weird. And I mean, so the sculptor had to be messed up in the head. <laughs> what in the world was he thinking? They were so creepy. They were amazing. So they were like in these weird poses where it's like so, sexually awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so we walk over to this one section and we have the Wright brothers. We have Orville. <laughs> we have Orville and uh, what's the other Wright brothers' oh, name? Who cares? Wilbur. Is it Wilbur? Yeah. 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 Um, Wilbur and Orville Wilbur. sitting here. So one of them is on a chair, <laughs> kind of like look with this. He's got his mustache and his eyes look like they're about to bulge out of his head from staring. <laughs> and then, and then his brother. Is like standing <laughs> awkwardly close to him, like insanely close, right behind him, but yeah. standing up, and you can't really see where his hand is. <laughs> but judging by the wideness <laughs> of his brother's eyes, it seems to suggest that he has inserted a finger up his brother's posterior, and <laughs> and the standing up one. I'm, I'm going to say that. Um, let's see. Let's say Orville is the sitting and Wilbur is the standing. I don't know. It's a very dominant, but name. we'll say that. that sounds about right. So yeah, let's sure. say. Wilbur has this look on his face like, you just need to take this. And then Orville has this look on his face like, I do not like where this went. This is really bad. I have no I've idea what to do now. i yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> They're not saying anything, but they are so creepy because they look almost lifelike. But then with how bulgy their eyes are and how weirdly they're just positioned, it's just slightly cartoonish. Yeah. Freakishly so, so creepy. I'm going to post these pictures on the Facebook. Please do, because yeah. I was now in tears laughing Especially so hard. Especially in the succession that it came. And it was the, pretty good. It was amazing. <laughs> the intensity. <laughs> like you zoomed. It was an adventure, yeah. <laughs> we just keep getting closer on both of their expressions as this, as this section ensues. Angles. Yeah. And the best part is, is this This is the Wright Brothers in a car museum. What the hell yeah. are they doing there? There were a couple of planes <laughs> and a train. Trains, planes, and automobiles? And then, oh, and I also saw, okay, there's there's... I love that safety wasn't a thing back in the day because they have like these old coupes where it's like, you know, it's, it's a convertible uh-huh. and there's a yeah. two seater there. Uh-huh. And then if you want more than two people in the car, you can pull out this chair on the exterior of the car. <laughs> pull out this chair that looks like, have you ever been to like a, like a sidecar? <laughs> yeah, no, not even a sidecar. It's a, literally a chair, a folding chair that pulls out of the side. Like, like, a, like a lawn chair. 
Almost. Like, have you ever been to a game where people bring in those, like, seat pads that no. have a back, like a back no. support? It's like that, but just attached <laughs> the to the car. On the outside of the car. On the outside of the car with no seatbelt. Oh, yeah. 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 That's safe. Yeah, that's see, fine. Man. Two yeah. of those. And it's like a, a fast car. Like, it's Two a roadster. Two on, like... Yeah, well, one on each side. Yeah, one oh. for each kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Literally. They just... They're, they're that's just... That's where I'd put my children. Yeah. Well, it's called the abortion. <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Well, oh, the seat is called the abortion. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. The, the post-birth abortion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the never like ah, oh, crap! I wish I never had this one. <laughs> Let's uh, throw them on the outside seat. Yeah. The oops. I don't uh, like this one anymore. Yeah. You sit here. So. <laughs> yeah. The rear it's just, view. It's block literally. Here. Well, it's a folding chair. Like it just it, you pull it out and then fold up the back and that is it. There's nothing like. You're just, just you hit a bump, you're gone because it's not like they had good suspension back in the day either. Yeah. yeah what are you supposed to hold on to? The bar on the side of the seat. Is oh. it? On the inside, not on the outside. No, on the outside. On the outside, there's a little bar that you can okay. hold on to. All right. Oh. Okay. They aren't totally insane. There's, yeah. There's yeah, they're not totally bit. insane. They no. just put a folding chair on the outside of a yeah. roadster. No, I mean, it's like Frankenstein. <laughs> they they gave you a moment. bar to hold on to. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come it's on. It's like a roller coaster, right? Same premise. Yeah. If you get hurt, it's your own fault. Yeah, it's your you own fault for being a stupid too. kid. <laughs> yeah. Or if you hit something and your head hits the side of the car and you get a concussion, that's your fault. Or heaven yeah. forbid, you know, I mean, brakes weren't so good back then. So, I mean, what's going to take totally. the brunt of the accident? Little, yeah. Little Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Poor Sammy. R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Sammy. <laughs> in memoriam of Sammy. Let's look back at all the jokes made in his name. So one. I also <laughs> one. Like I said, he was. Pretty it was low. a very short. It was a very short obituary. <laughs> um, so I also went to Mile High Comics. Yay! I think is it the largest comic <laughs> store in the U.S. Sure, yeah. like or one it. of them. It's either that or Midtown. Maybe I think Mile High still is. Um, it's ginormous. It's huge. And so, and I happened to go on a day where they had half off all collected editions. Yay! So I bought Absolute Kingdom Come from from uh, DC Comics. Yeah. So it's the full giant size hardcover with all the annotations and everything. You get that huge Alex Ross art that looks like real people. So that was awesome. I got that for uh, like thirty, forty bucks or something like that. Hey! Right? It's so awesome. And then I got uh, Southern Bastards for like Ooh. three bucks. Nice. And then, uh, oh, the first trade of Sandman. Ooh, yeah, good. Yeah, right? Good, good job. I know. <laughs> good bargaining. Huh? They also, inside they had like all these old Star Wars, like the, the Star Wars um, Kenner toys, like from way back in the day. You get like the Death Star, the Twin Pod Cloud Car. I yeah. almost got a Twin Pod Cloud Car just because of <laughs> the episode, the Star Wars episode when Matt yeah. kept trying to make me say it. And we talked about the cop sitcom. Yeah. Um, I almost got one of those, but uh, I, I, I refrained. Um and then, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, they, and they just had, like, everything in terms of single issues. But I, I didn't, like, take pictures of what I had. And so, because I, I know I have a bunch missing from Jeff John's Teen Titans run, a bunch of issues missing. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea which issues they are. Yeah. And so I went, and they had, like, every single issue. Yeah, their back issues are insane. It's, it's incredible. I was, I was disappointed by their amount of, of collected editions, though. Because that's all I read is collected edition. I don't really read single issues that much. Yeah. And pretty much all they have is single issues. Yeah. And so, because, like, I, I'm, like, looking through their collected, and I'm, like, okay, but, like, most stores around here, like, have about this many, you know? And so it's, like, ah, it's frustrating. Um, but, no, it was uh, it was fun, and I'm, I'm glad I got what I got. Sound <laughs> effects. Screw you, Agnes. <laughs> <Dennis> penguin. <laughs> Monocles. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to reading <laughs> <laughs> my absolute kingdom come. 
ankle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh. Uh, something in my eye. <laughs> called nothing. Never mind. I don't I know what's going on anymore. I was going to make a <laughs> wasn't good enough indeed um yeah anyway so that that was that was my weekend um it was really weird being in a place where uh marijuana is legal and and actively used in recreational purposes mm-hmm. there's dispensaries all over the place it's it's a crazy crazy town yeah but it's it's pretty cool i'm down with it somehow calm at the same time yeah yeah, exactly. And like everywhere you go, you just you kind of people are chill. You waiting for the bus, man? Yeah. When no, you, everybody's really nice there. They really are. Yeah, I, I love it there. And you can smell guess. weed like pretty much everywhere. Oh yeah. Everywhere you go, it's like, oh okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hello, weed. Yeah. Hello. 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 Marijuana. Is at least. Uh, I guess I probably shouldn't talk about it. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. Moving on. So yeah. Catch oh, up. No. Denver. Denver was fun. It was a. It was a great place, full of fun things. Um. Oh, and then last night I uh, watched Minority Report again, mostly, but I fell asleep. I ate, I ate uh, some peach rings and then fell asleep. Um, yeah, your choice of snacks Man. are so weird. Hey, peach rings are the best. Those bro. are good. Yeah, I don't care. Like, don't they're so good. How I imagine those are just so nasty. It's like just a bag of pork rinds. No, I'm not. I'm not talking. Like I'm not talking grindy. dried out actual peaches. I'm talking about peachios, like the fruit the snacks. Candy. Now, now you're, now the candy. The candy. Making up spaghetti. The candy. Do you not know Trolley Peachios? Oh, yeah. All right. There we go. Jeez, oh, this kid. God. You see what right. I have to put up with? All right. Like, he had all the smart genes. I can't make my candy references. No. And it was him. I had to go to Old Navy. And oh. I make so many. Oh. Can- what? What? Old, you know, smart genes. The old. <laughs> oh. God damn it. That's the worst. I'm going to get us funding one way or another. Oh, that's what you're doing. Okay. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought. Uh, that's my oh, plan. you're trying to go to the, the you're you're trying to get the sponsorship. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We were trying to get sponsored by peach drinks. <laughs> yeah, we were trying by to trolio. do that. <laughs> Are you in the mood to look like a pedophile, Old Navy? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. On to the next. Never mind. I have nothing against Old Navy. How does that even happen? Sorry, Old Navy. I uh, didn't mean it. I don't go there, so I. I, I go there. Okay. Good. Yeah. Do you want to look like a pedophile? Go to Old Navy. <laughs> <laughs> They're old Navy representative. Why I never? <laughs> we get sued for misrepresentation. Do you want to be Jared Fogel? Go to oh, never mind. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I guess I mean yeah I guess because we probably should wrap it up here in a minute so that uh, these lovely people at the Watchtower Cafe on 16 South State Street in Salt Lake City, Utah, can uh, clean up shop and, and go home. I but, guess. Uh, get us the fucking. Maybe maybe we could maybe we could release like a, a second episode this week, a second short episode this week, just talking about twelve monkeys. Yeah, just immediately. Yeah, maybe we could like out. reconvene tomorrow. So so this will come out Thursday, uh, and we can't reconvene tomorrow. Well, then maybe we'll reconvene at some point. Maybe maybe we'll have an extra long episode next week. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> Yet again. Twelve monkeys. Twelve monkeys will be reviewed eventually. Maybe someday. Yeah. But is there is there anything else? We just wanted to check in with you people, I guess, because of technical difficulties. But at least you know we're here still, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, we're still yeah. alive. And now we have unlimited bandwidth I wish every my month dad so we can was upload still alive. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. Hello, oh. darkness. <laughs> Hello, darkness. No, yeah, now I want to play that. No. <laughs> every time somebody dies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look forward to something from the Savage Land. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter... Instagram. Oh, Matt Stripper names. 
Matt Stripper names. Send us your messages and your Keith David reviews. Yes, Keith David. Facebook.com slash Savage Land Podcast. Instagram at Savage Land Podcast. Twitter at Savage Land Pod. 